good God, amen. I know people today go to church and they're just going to get another religious sermon. But listen, I'm not interested in religion anymore. I'm interested in following the Lord, amen. I don't know about you, but that's where I'm at, praise God. I think the only thing that matters today is what Jesus is doing, amen. Listen, I'm only a mouthpiece, praise God. And sometimes I got a big mouth. <laughs> but you know what? I believe that God has called us to come together this morning and your enemy's going to fight this. I know people are sick right now. They're not feeling good. Amen. And the devil don't want people going to church, man. It's hard to... Listen, it's, it's not like just over here. It's happening a lot in a lot of places. Amen. Oh, but like I said earlier, the big night tonight is the Super Bowl. Everybody's going to be at their religious uh, television. And they're going to be honoring their religion. And I'm not picking on people that watch the sports. Listen to me. I'm not saying that for that reason. I'm saying that to de- tonight... It, Everybody's going to be focused, I mean, thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Where's Jesus? Amen. Even churches are going to have Super Bowl parties. I like to be the, the, the face of those preachers when Janet Jackson's breast got stuck out on national TV and preachers are sitting there with their congregations watching the Super Bowl. And they're going to sit there and say, it's okay. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Amen? Yes, was telling me that the chicken uh, wings are all out. You can't find them. <laughs> but my God is faithful. I mean, you're here this morning. Praise God. I thank God. We got a little audience on the internet. Praise God that are listening. We welcome you. I thank God for what he's doing. Amen? The message is getting out. You know, I, I've been thinking about a lot of things. Let me pray before I, I get started because I don't want to go ahead of God. Lord, we thank you for this morning. I thank you for your presence here this morning. I thank you for the, for the songs and the words that were said in these songs. And Father, I believe that you have a message this morning. Jesus' name, Father. And last night I was, I was, I didn't have nothing, man. I just, I'm wait, waiting on God and I'm trying to wait on what he wants me to do. But this morning I got up and there's some things you got to go back through what you've been going through the week or through the months. I mean, a lot of, I like, there's things that trouble me, what I see in, 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 in my own life, in the body of Christ, when I start realizing that some people are struggling. And a lot of it is that we don't understand God. How many feel that way? You know, and you wonder why God is allowing certain things and, to happen. But you know, faith is not just something you say. I said that a while. And listen, it, it shocked me this morning. I heard a preacher say that. We throw that word faith in the church like it's just a word we say. I said that a couple of weeks ago. We use grace just like a, a word that the church, you're supposed to, as a Christian, you're supposed to use the word faith and grace and love. And, you know, that's just how we talk. But it's how we believe. <laughs> and the guy said almost the same thing I said. He said, there's a lot of people you can go on the street, about 90% of them will say, I believe in God. <laughs> Then he said, did you, put, did, you, did you put yourself into him? Did you, did you believe what he said? I've been saying that for a year, praise God. There's a message that God's trying to get his people to understand who he is. Listen, if you're in sin this morning, and I hope none of you are, this message is not for you. I'm not talking about we all fall short. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about if you're, if you're denying God and, his, and repentance, then you have to do that first. 
okay? So I don't know where you are. Let's bow our heads. Let's just ask the Lord because I want to talk to Christians this morning because the world can't understand what I'm fixing to talk about this morning, okay? This is not for the world, all right? Lord, if there's any sin in our heart, Father, if we defied you in any kind of way, Lord God, in our spirit, in our bodies, in our minds, Lord, we, re- we repent. Forgive us. Help us to serve you. Cleanse us from all our sins, Lord God. Take away the things that are offensive in our lives, that offend you. Father, we need your grace. <laughs> Father, nothing matters without the grace and mercy of Jesus. Nothing matters without the Word and the Holy Ghost. Nothing matters without what Jesus did at Calvary. Lord, I pray today that you'd forgive us and wash us in your blood this morning. Jesus' name. I remember, I'm talking to believers this morning, okay? And I don't mean to be sarcastic because there's people, unbelievers might be listening on the internet. That's, you're welcome to listen. That's fine. I want you to listen. <laughs> so I better correct myself. I want to talk about for fulfillment. What does that mean? Do you feel your life is fulfilled in Christ? Do you believe that your life, God is sufficient for you? Let me use that word. That word sufficient means to be, God has provided everything you need spiritually, physically, mentally. Everything you need in life. Is it, is, is, are you at that place with God? God is a God of mercy. But he's a God of fulfillment. God is a God of grace, but he's a God of sufficiency. And what I mean by sufficiency, God is your everything. God takes care of everything you need. There's nothing you need but what God has to offer you. Praise God. Everything you have pertains to the promises of God. Everything you have pertains to God supplying for you physically, mentally, spiritually, medically. And if I ask you today, are you fulfilled? Has Christ fulfilled all of that in your life? Has everything you've ever needed, was, is it, has it been fulfilled by God? Let me tell you something. If you're in sin this morning, praise God, this is not going to work for you. I'm talking to believers this morning, okay? If there's no joy, listen, I lose my joy sometimes. That don't mean I'm lost, okay? I mean, let me correct myself because there's times I'm, I'm feeling discouraged. There's times I'm feeling down. But God never meant me to stay there, right? He has a promise in his word that I can find hope and peace and fulfillment. Most people don't have fulfillment because they don't know God. They don't know the Holy. They don't know the things of God. Those things that are spiritually discerned, only the spiritual can discern them. And what I mean by that is the only way you can understand God's ways is understanding it through the Spirit and the fulfillment that God gave in His Word. Is it making sense? My question is that, am I, is Christ my fulfillment? Is Christ sufficient for me? You ever ask yourself that question? I mean, is Christ ever did? Listen, if, I, if, if I'm finding more heartache than I'm finding peace, then there's something wrong. Remember, I'm talking to you believers, okay? If I find more discouragement than I'm finding hope, then there's something wrong. My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. Because I haven't trusted in His his promise to give me that. I look at the story of the temple. 
and how it was the, uh, the uh, altar was set up where you would offer sacrifice for sin. And if I'm trusting in that sacrifice, I ought to be confident to know that my sins are forgiven, right? So when I look at Jesus, my Lord Jesus, help me, Jesus. When I look at Jesus as my fulfillment for my sins, then everything in my life, there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be no guilt for sin anymore because I trusted in the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. I shouldn't feel guilty for, for, for past sins anymore. I'll be ashamed of them. I mean, I, I look back and say, how could I have done something like that? And I've wondered if I've ever repented of it sometime. So I go back and I say, Lord, if this has not been right, I want to make it right, okay? So i got to trust in Christ and his sacrifice to purge me from all sins. I can never question whether he died for my sins. i got to accept the fact that he did die and he did pay the price. So all I'm required to do is come to the Lord and give of myself to him, right? Give my life to him. So, man, I feel the presence of God. Then my life is fulfilled in him, right? I've turned my life over to him. There's a fulfillment in Christ. Now, as a believer, i got to walk that, I gotta walk that life with the Lord. And i got to trust in him for my provision, for my salvation, for my healing, for everything I need, for my deliverance. Everything I need is coming under that shadow of what happened at Calvary. So i got to bring myself to a place and say, is my life fulfilled in Christ? Listen. Just because you feel discouraged, that doesn't stop the promise of God. Come on, Holy Ghost. Just because you feel, you know, away from God sometimes, that doesn't stop the promise of God. God knows your heart. But have you ever, have you ever lift your hands up and say, God, I thank you. I'm fulfilled in you. You fulfilled everything I need. You're the sufficiency in my, you've provided for me. Everything I, everything I need spiritually, physically, financially is met in you. I didn't have nothing. <laughs> but God brought me back to my own situation. Listen, we have a lot of things going on, me and Janice, and our business and stuff. Man, you don't, listen, we live by faith every week. Seriously, I'm not joking. Sometimes it looks slim, but he makes a way every time, Chucky. He never lets us down. He always, he's always there. Listen, we had a little blessing last yesterday. He just surprised us. I didn't know. God has a way of preparing and taking care of his children. Our sufficiency and our, our, our fulfillment, it has to be in him. Everything about our life has to. You come to church because you're fulfilled in Christ. You worship because you're fulfilled in Christ. There's a desire to worship and be part of him. That's a fulfillment. That's a drawing closer to the Lord, knowing that he's able to take care of you and, to, and do all those things for you. I'm going to read you, you, you. You can write it down. We need to start bringing our tablets. Like, I see you in when I first started coming to church, everybody had a tablet. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And when the preacher would call the scripture, they'd write it down. Right? You remember those days? <laughs> that was good. Listen, see, people didn't come expecting, most people come to church expecting to forget what they heard. <laughs> so they wouldn't even bother. They, just, they were just here. They were just there because they, they wanted to do a religious thing. They felt 
you know, they, they had to be here. But not to learn. All right? Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be fulfilled. They shall be filled, I'm sorry. But where we get fulfillment, right? Listen, if you feel there's been a fulfillment, there's something that took place in your life. Listen, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you'll be filled. What does that mean? We know Jesus is emphasizing spiritual things, all right? If you're hungry and thirst for righteousness, you're going to be filled with a relationship with the Lord, be able to hear from the Lord, be able to fellowship with God, but to hold to his promises every day. I need, listen, have you, listen, you ever got up in, in the morning and said, I need you, God. My Lord, I need you. Let me do something. I was going to do that. Yvette, I told you, but I'm, I'm going to do it again, okay? I think it's important. And I want you to think about something. Are you fulfilled in the Lord? I sang that song. I want to sing it again, okay? You sang it, but I want to sing it again. Need you, Lord. More than yesterday, I need you, Lord. More than words could say, I need you, Lord. More than ever before, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Let's all sing it this morning. Praise God. More than yesterday, I need you, Lord. More than words could say, I need you, Lord. More than ever before, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. More than the air I breathe. More than the songs I sing. More than the next heartbeat. More than anything, and Lord, as the time goes by, I want you by my side. Cause I never want to go back to my old life. Yes, I need you. Come on, Holy Ghost. More than yesterday, I need you, Lord. 
more than words could say, I need you, Lord. More than ever before, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. You, Lord. Let's just take time and worship God this morning. More than yesterday, I need you, Lord. More than words could say, I need you, Lord. More than ever before, I need you, Lord. I need you. God is a good God, amen. Lord, you're my Savior. Lord, you're my Savior. Gave your life, shed your blood. Lord, you're my healer. Lord, you're my healer. For the stripes for my infirmity. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems to get me down. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems to get me down. I just want to sing that chorus again. You're my hope and strength. You're my peace of mind. This old world seems get me down. Amen. God is a good God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God is a good God. And you know what? That's what fulfillment is. Praise God. It's finding peace in the midst of trouble. It's finding joy in the midst of heartache. Praise God. That was the promise of the Lord. That was the promise of God. No matter my heart and my life is in Christ. Through my troubles in this world, Christ fulfills joy. (laughs) I hope I'm preaching right. (laughs) Listen, that's where most people are missing it. 
They can't defeat the devil because they don't accept God's fulfillment in their life. They don't accept the promises of God in their life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me read you another verse real quick. In Psalm 7, 37, verse 4, it says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and he shall give you what? The desires of your heart. <laughs> Come on. How many are looking for some, some answers from God? How many have a desire from God? My Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. He, he that desires and delights itself in the Lord, God will give him the desire of you. How many are having problems right now? Praise God. Come on, somebody. How many are looking for answers? Praise God. God is going to give you the desire of your heart. That's part of that fulfillment, right? That's part of what he promised. The world is not going to give you hope. The world is falling apart every day. Every time I put the television on, somebody dying or shooting somebody. The government's all messed up. Everything is going corrupt. You know, that ain't going to give you peace. If you think having a better this and a better that in this world, you're wrong. One's going to do something right, the other's going to come do it wrong. Praise God. Everybody, it's always on, on level, on balance, because you're searching for man to give you an answer. Man doesn't have the answer. Don't look to the world to, for your answer. Don't look to church, the religion for your answers. Don't even look for politicians or, or religious leaders. Look to Jesus. Praise God. He is the fulfillment of hope and joy. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost. He's the peace of God in your life. That's the only way. He says here, just let me read to you, praise God, because you can write them down if you want. Psalms 107, verse 9. He, for he satisfied the longing soul. How many of you have longing souls sometimes? agony in your spirit how long God how long will I have to take this how long will this go on how long will this happen praise God how long must I fight this longing souls just longing for God longing for an answer he says he that sat satisfied the longing soul and he will and fills the hungry soul with goodness praise God this is not physical food this is spiritual food God fills the hungry soul with goodness. I'm, I've never preached this in my life. That's why I know the Holy Ghost is speaking this morning. I need to be filled with the spiritual food of God. My Lord, I know about you. I want to draw closer to Jesus. I want to be closer to the Lord. My cry is, Father, help me. Teach me. Lead me. Strengthen me. That's been my prayer for the last few weeks. Father, I need your help. I need the Holy Spirit. I need your guidance. I need your strength. And that's all things he promises in his word. This is something, listen, I can live a fulfilled life if I'd only trust in the fulfiller. <laughs> For the one that gives it. You think the devil's going to sit back and let you have a happy life? No, he's going to fight you every day. But you fight back. Said, so my God is more than able to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. God will bring joy and peace to listen. The devil fought the devil Jesus for 40 days and 40 nights. Listen, he told Jesus, if you'll be the Son of God, cast yourself down here. It is written. He sent his angels charge over thee. Anytime you dash your foot against a stone, the devil uses scripture. But Jesus said, it, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Jesus knew what it took to defeat the devil. Is the word of God. The same word he was trying to use to defeat you with. Sometimes he used Christians. Sometimes he used, used scripture against you. But you got to tell him, 
Let him know. I know what the word says. I know my promises. I know what God has promised me in his word. Come on, Holy Ghost. (laughs) I'm going to read some scriptures to you this morning. I'm going to keep you that long, okay? He satisfied your mouth with good things. Psalm 103, verse 5. So that your youth is renewed like an eagle. I like that. Do you know God wants to give you good things? God wants to give you things that make you happy and fulfilled. Listen, I was digging Chucky's brother's pond. When I started, man, I said it's going to take a long time with this little video bucket of sand from, from the rental place. But you know, the, the closer I get to the end, the more fulfilled I feel. I said, I'm going to make it. Though it looked like a battle going, man, we got there the first day, the truck's getting stuck, man. I mean, everything going wrong. I mean, I couldn't, I had to pull it three, three or four times out of the mud. But you know what? We stayed at it, Chucky. I used to use that for an illustration, but you know what? It's almost done. And when you get the reward for the work you've done, you feel fulfilled. And that's the same thing with the Lord. Praise God. Listen, you might have to fight the battle. You might get stuck a few times, praise God. But remember, God has a reward for you. If you keep on going at it, you keep on going forward. Forgetting those things that are behind. Pressing forward for those things. Press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what we need to be doing. Going forward, praise God. Listen, don't let the past drag you down back in the mud, praise God. Because it's going to do it. The devil's going to use the past. The devil's going to use people. Praise God, you can look for it. Praise God. But you've got to keep pressing forward. Listen, I wish in my heart that I could bring all my kids to heaven with me. I wish I could bring my wife to heaven. But I can't. But I can do this. I can pray and push forward that what they see in me, they'll follow. Praise God. You get what I'm saying? The testimony I leave, praise God, will make them say, I want Jesus. My daddy fought a lot of battles, praise God, but he stayed in Christ. And he still fought it all the way through, right? That's what I'm talking about. I was saying to Ray today, I said, you know what? Me and Jan's been coming to church here almost 40 years. Seriously. 37, somewhere around there. My daughter's, oldest daughter's almost 40. Yeah. We came here when she was six months old. And she's almost, <laughs> almost 40. But you know what? There's not too many times the bro- brother... Mike had to call me and say, Lenny, you need to come to church. And I'm not saying that. Listen, people have problems. I'd say, I'd use things. I just came. I just, you know, we got up and we went. And you know, I'm blessed for it. Because it's changed my life. I heard some things that fulfilled things in my life. I would have never got in the world. I'd have never got outside outside of the house of God. And I look at that and I say, you know what, Lord? I'm glad I did it. That's only me, okay? I'm talking about my, my, my walk with God. And I was fulfilled. There was fulfillment in my life. When I needed him the most, he was there. I had an incident. Most of you might have heard about it, but I, had, I was working for the highway department, passed on a man with a machine and killed him. I didn't do it on purpose. He wasn't where he was supposed to be. But it's still, it was, you know, God, if I wouldn't have been... For, for this, these people, it wouldn't have been for this ministry. If it wouldn't have been for the, the word of God, I'd have, I'd have flipped. I'd have flipped. I, I, I'm, 
Most people would have committed suicide. That's how bad it was. Listen, you have to get off a big machine and watch a man's head smash like a melon. Praise God. That don't feel good. But because of God's word, because of God's people, because of the word that was fulfilled in my life, I made it, right? Because of his grace. Kept coming to church. Kept reading my Bible. Kept praying. <laughs> my Lord, are you listening to me this morning? Never stop, no matter how bad it got. And you know, that wasn't the only time. I had bad times. I had struggles and trials. If, if I wouldn't have stood with God's word, where would I be? A lot of people that I grew up with are dead today. Went to school with the dead. Some committed suicide. Some, some shot themselves. I mean, because you know what? God is prepared. The word of God fulfilled my stop me from doing stuff like that. I thank God for it. I would never trade the opportunity I had to hear the gospel right now than anything in my life. Because it fulfilled a lot of stuff in my life. Let me say this. Coming to church here doesn't make you a Christian. Most preachers wouldn't say that because they want a lot of chairs full. Coming to church here don't make you a believer. <laughs> Coming to church here is not going to get you fulfilled in Christ. Oh, it's a start. I believe so. But it's when you start believing and trusting in the Word of God is when you become fulfilled. How many of you right now have something dear to your heart you're praying for? Huh? I'm going, to give you, I'm going to give you something from the word of the Lord. My God shall supply all my needs. Not just food and house and cars and All my needs spiritually according to his riches and glory. If you're a believer, look, it's coming. Come on, somebody. If you're a believer, the answer is coming. It's going to be fulfilled because you are a child of God. You're not just anybody, praise God. You're a child. You're a man and woman, of, a son or daughter of God. The prayers will be answered. Don't quit. I don't care if you've got to pray for 20 years. Keep praying. You stand. You make, your, you make your, your, your stand with the Lord and say, I'm going to stand on the word of God no matter what happens in my life. Come on. I'm going to stand on God's word no matter what I face in my life. I'm going to stand on God's word no matter what happens, praise God. Because as for me and my God, I, I'm going to serve the Lord. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't quit. It might sound like a broken record. It says in John 6, 35, and Jesus said on them, I am the bread of life. You're looking for life? You're looking for the spiritual life? Jesus is the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. Oh, Lord Jesus. Listen, there's a lot of spiritual food he's got for you, praise God. You'll never hunger. That doesn't mean physical food. If you come to him, he'll fulfill it. He'll fill your hunger. I quoted a while ago out of Matthew. Blessed is he that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. If you're hungry spiritually, the, the tables are set. You can eat all you want, praise God, if you only believe that he's able to do what he said he'd do. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. John 4, verse 13 to 14 talks about the woman at the well. 
I said, well, Lord, how could this apply? Listen, this woman was, she was coming for water. But you know what would have happened? Jesus went through Samaria. See, the Pharisees wouldn't go. They wouldn't dare mix with the Samaritans. They were half-breeds. And they didn't want to dirty themselves. <laughs> well, it makes me mad when a Christian says, I ain't going around them smokers and them drinkers and them, them adulterers. Listen, praise God. Listen, what, there, there, there are people like that that go to church that need, that need the grace of God. They need the power of God. They need to, listen, the Lord spoke to my heart about three years ago. I was seeing one little guy I was, when I was going to New Beginnings, and he was back there. I mean, he looked like he just crawled out from under a rock, Chucky. Bad. He looked bad. And, you know, you want to get to yourself, I ain't going to mess with him. He's like he is because that's, that's, the way he, that's the way he lived his life. You ever got that attitude? He made his own bed. He could sleep in it. But the Holy Spirit smote my heart. Son, that's what I came for. That's what my grace is about. I want to heal him. I want to forgive him. I want to save him. I felt about that small. Never did I look at anybody that way again. You know that old self-righteous demon that comes up every once in a while and says, Oh, I'm better than him. No, you ain't better than him. You're only good because of Jesus. You're only better because of his grace and his mercy. And you only live in the day because he allows you to. And saving you because you're going to heaven, not because of you, because of him. And he said, that's my grace right there. That's what, I'm, that's what Jesus said. I didn't come that the righteous could get forgiveness, but the sick and the sinner. They met mad at Jesus when he went among the publicans, the tax collectors, the sinners, the whores. They were mad at Jesus. Don't even know he's dirty himself. Thank God I don't have that spirit, man. I don't want it. You know where the hurting is at? Among the tax collectors. You know where the hurting is at? Along the, among the sinners. That's, where, that's, that's the main mission of Christ, that the sinners could find him. But to be fulfilled as a believer is to know his promises are working in your life. Do you, do you believe that? Listen, I, listen <laughs> I've been getting so much confirmation lately. Uh, you, you, you heard me say this already. If you believe, do you believe in Jesus? He said, yeah. No, do you believe? A preacher came out this morning. I was listening. To, I said, man. And I never heard him. Nobody said that before. It's just something that God showed me. He said, if you believe, most people say, I believe in God. But have you, have you given yourself into, to him? Have you, have you thrown your life into his word? Have you believed what he said? When you're not going to be fulfilled till you do that, right? When's the last time you read your Bible? How many can quote, I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me? How many, how many, listen, I, and I'm not going to go at your house and see if you've been reading your Bible. That's what I'm talking about. But if you're looking for fulfillment, if you're looking for an answer from God, go to his word. And when he says those things that I just quoted you, that's the word of God. That's God speaking to you. Say, so God, you said if I believe according to your word, you would do what I ask. Right? How many believe Jesus is not a liar? Huh? I, had one, <laughs> I was hearing a thing one time. One person would say, I don't believe Jesus hears me when I pray. Well, I say, why don't you curse him? Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> Well, if you don't believe he's hearing you, why, why do you worry about if you curse him or not? No, he does hear. 
He does hear when you pray. It might not come in your time, but it'll come. Nothing brings me more joy than to see answered prayer in my life, okay? We are at the point in our Christian walk that we have to depend solely upon the Word of God. Most churches today won't even quote this book. They'll quote somebody or somebody's writings or something. But a lot of them won't quote it. And if they quote it, they quote it out of context. How many know this Bible can be used in a selfish way? Huh? It can be used to benefit. Listen, I was, I was jo- joking around, but seriously. Uh, years ago, I, I was listening to somebody, and, and he was talking about a man that took, said, well, I got a personal prophecy for you. But you're going to have to give me your credit card so you can get your answer. That man ain't even safe. But look, Peter said it like this. You think, told that, 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 that sorcerer in the book of Acts, you think you can buy the gifts of God with money? Your money perish with you. There's, you can't buy this stuff. This is something he gives to you. <laughs> Come on. The most valuable thing he can give to you, man, is his word. That's, listen, why don't God give me a brand new house, a brand new car, a lot of money, big bank account? That's not what you need. You need this. Call, go, when you need comfort, uh, ask your bank account to, to, to put its arm around you. See how, how comforting that is. Or you need a healing in your body. Ask your uh, whatever you think, you can, fleshly things you need to put your arm around you and see if it will comfort you. You need God's assurance, right? You need God's sufficiency. You need God's fulfillment. God will fulfill his word in, it, in you if you say, God, here I am. Not, nothing else matters. I want to do what you want me to do. Listen, as a husband, I'm responsible to fulfill the word of God to my wife, right? As a wife, she's responsible to fulfill the word of God to me. You can't be a good husband, a good wife, a good child unless you have the fulfillment of God's word in your life. But if I do something against her, God will judge me. Because it's going to happen. If I do something against my wife and she does something against me that's unjust and not right, believe me, the Holy Ghost will get a hold of us. And said, Lanny, before you go any further, boy, you better get this thing right. Right? No amens? <laughs> Before you make a, 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 a forward motion to do anything to prosper in me, that has to be, you have to fulfill something. If you want my fulfillment in your life, you're going to have to fulfill something. Oh, boy. Come on, Holy God. <laughs> we have to learn. We got to have to learn. God's going to fulfill his word in our lives. But if we refuse to let him operate that word in our spirits, we won't get anything from God. Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Don't think he's going to receive anything. Listen, you want to doubt God today and believe him tomorrow? That ain't going to work, praise God. You're going to have to trust him now. Trust him to do whatever he said he would do. <laughs> this book has never failed. This word has never failed. I've been in almost 40 years. I've never saw it for sick and chicken. Chicken? Never. All of y'all? Never saw this word deceive me. Not once. Not once. It's always fulfilled what it said it was, as long as I was in God's will, right? As long as I was in the right place with the Lord, it always worked, never failed. 
100% accuracy. I never can look to God and say, you didn't keep your promise. Never. I can't remember once, not once, has he, has I ever had to turn to God and say that. Because everything he said he would do, he did. As long as I, as long as I was fulfilling my part and obeying him and, and putting myself into, into him. Okay. Ouch, amen, or somebody. See it. <laughs> I'm going to read you out of 1 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter uh, 2, verse 9 and 8 says, And he is able to make all grace abound toward who? Toward you. Grace is something you don't deserve. Grace is something you've given freely, right? So when I say, and I, I, like, to, I like mercy and grace, they're so close together, it's hard to tell them apart. Mercy is, is given to you. Grace offers it to you, right? When I say, I got mercy on you, say Yvette owes me a thousand dollars. Don't forget it, Yvette. She don't mean <laughs> No, no. But I say the thousand it's forgivable. You worried about how oh, I'm never gonna pay that back, man. Man, I can't. And you worried about it, and, you, and you're frustrated about it. You say, I know, I know, I need. And I say, Yvette, forget it. Well, what, what, how does that? <laughs> you gotta give me one. <laughs> but no, just think how good that feels, huh? You don't owe it. You, it, it it's, it's a gift. Oh man, that feels good. You ever had that happen to you? It's a gift. No, 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 no. Strings attached, nothing. So God is saying the same thing with us. So Madeline there, whatever you're going through, I'll give it to you. It's done. Listen, don't have to worry about it. God's saying that to you in the spirit. So when you look at that and say, well, I trust what he said. Right? I have, I have, I have, he's going to do what he said he'd do. Bible says, let man be a liar. God be true and every man be a liar. If God tells you something, Chucky, it's coming. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost saying that. <laughs> Listen to me. If God says it's coming, it's coming. If God says the answer's coming, wait for it. If God, listen, listen, I love, like I said earlier, I love answered prayer. I love when God Listen, me and Jansen was believing the Lord for $1,700 one day. And well, I'll be, we're just starting off, really. And I just got in my accident with my dump truck, and, and it didn't look good. Seriously, it was just things. I, I was all beat up, and, and I, was, I had to go. Have, before that, I had a kidney stones removed, and took it. Was <laughs> I was on the bottom of the bottom. <laughs> oh, I said, Lord, I worked so hard, and the truck is gone. <laughs> and I needed, you know, went a little way, and it was starting to get a little tight, you know, because you got to pay the insurance. You got to pay blah, 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 blah. See, when, 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 when the rain starts, the bills don't stop. <laughs> and we work based on dry weather. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm, waiting. Listen, I'm not lying to you. This is a true story, bro. I got a check in the mail for $1,692. Wait, was it $1,700? Ah, listen, dude, you can call it. Wait, that was the answer to prayer. $8 short? How many blessings God gave me on top of it? We found it. <laughs> we could find it. <laughs> In the mail, bro. I didn't know it was coming. I never saw it coming. Nothing. Guess what? 
And right on the day I needed it. Yeah. Right where I needed that really. I said to man, come on. I said, what a good God I serve. And it was like, it was, yeah, they would, the mama said, you better be trust a real check. Come to find, it was a real check. It was something they owed me for, from the, my kidney stuff. They paid me back some back pay. Ha! Huh. <laughs> the thing that <laughs> I thought was all horrible, God gave me some money back. <laughs> hey, listen, I've seen it happen a lot of times. Me and Jan sat onto our house. And listen, three weeks it was paid off. About $10,000, remember? Body blessed. Body blessed. <laughs> Didn't have to beg for it. <laughs> listen, things happen. Listen, God is good. And every day, that's not just that. I can go every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. It seems like, Jen, I'm going to pay these bills this week. And it's always there. Let you know, me tell you, bro, I'm, I'm not lying. We, we, we got to cough up thousands. And look, just a couple of days, $4,600 of, of insurance on my trucks. Four, that's almost $5,000. Guess what happened? The money was there. We started with nothing, and it came up. God is sufficient. Solomon prayed like this. He said, Lord, don't make me rich that I'll take your name in vain, but don't make me poor that I'll go out and steal. Right? So I just want to, I want my sufficiency. I want, I, want to, I, want to, I want what God has given me. Come on, Holy Ghost. This making sense to you? God is sufficient. Now, if you are in the right place with him. Now, let me, let me, I want to clarify that because most people say, well, God will give me no matter what I do. No, that's not necessarily true. You have to believe him. And if you believe him, you could be walking with him. I used to pray, and I, and I still do, but I'm trying when I said, God, help me, I started changing. I said, Father, help me. You know why? Because Father's more, 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 the world calls him God. Anybody calls him God, but I call him Father. And he is God. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Calling him Father gets a little bit more personal, right? <laughs> Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> I don't know about you, man. <laughs> calling him Father. Listen. My kids can come and say, Daddy, you got this? Oh, man, if I got it, you can have it. Because they're my children, right? <laughs> There's a lot of people that call God ain't going to get nothing from God, right? Don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong calling him God. <laughs> but I'm saying that in me, I started seeing it more personal. If I want to address God, he's my father. When I see him as my father, I see, I see more of a personal relationship with him. Jesus said, when you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed or holy is your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive those indebted against us. Jesus said, when you pray, say it like that. You're praying to who? Not his mother? Not, not the saints? Not Allah? Not, not, not Buddha? To the Father. And Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. My God, that's good. Huh? <laughs> He's our Father. <laughs> when I look up to heaven, I see a Father. When I look and cry out, I see a Father. Come on, Yvette, you don't know what? When I need help from God, I call on the Father. 
Come on, Holy Ghost. I feel the presence. I ain't going to be much longer. Seriously. I'm just enjoying the moment. Praise God. I'm just, in, I'm just, mm, that's good. Hallelujah. I like, I like chocolate peanut butter ice cream, man. I think I'm going to go, but that's better than that. <laughs> you know, Brother Mike used to say, he's right. He said, he said, Lanny, he said, you can tell me how good a Hershey bar tastes, but till I taste it, I'll never know. <laughs> Come on. You need to go buy you that party peanut butter cup ice cream. Boy, you talk about good. Boy, look. I think since I started eating that, I don't even know other ice cream. <laughs> I go to the shelf. It's good. I like it. We was watching a, a history thing yesterday, and, and the guy that invented the peanut butter cup, I said, Lord, thank you for Mr. Hershey. Thank you for <laughs> Reese's. <laughs> I said, Lord, <laughs> to give us the Hershey bar and give us the peanut butter cup, man. Oh, we blessed. <laughs> hey, I love. <laughs> Forgive me, I'm getting a little fleshy of you. <laughs> Thinking about food. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God is sufficient. To do exactly what he said. One more, I'll give you a couple more scripture. I'm, I'm gonna ask you something, okay? I quoted this earlier in Philippians 4:19. You know what it is? There you go. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches. Let's just change that word, God. My Father <laughs> shall supply all my needs. According to his riches in glory. Nothing wrong with God. <laughs> you think people, are you saying you can't say God? No, God is wonderful. But the world calls him that. I want to call him Father. Praise God. And I still call him God. But it's just more personal when I say Father. Right? And let me read it. 4.13 says, I can, do, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. How will he strengthen you? By his word. How will, he, how will he give you faith? By his word. How will you believe? By the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Listen, if you get a chance, put you a little way to hear, get you a thing on your phone and get you a Bible that reads to you. Listen, sometimes I'm tired in the morning, my eyes are, and I put that on and the word of God just reads. I, got, I hear it. Get what I'm saying? Or read it out loud to yourself. Years ago, a preacher told me, I said, Lanny, said, why don't you just let, read it out loud, see how it does. And I started reading it out loud, and I started reading it out loud. And you know, it works. You're hearing the word. You're hearing the word. See, if you're just reading it to say you're reading it, you're going to miss out. But if you're hearing it and receiving it, whoo. One more, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. You can turn there, praise God. I got so much, I can't finish, praise God. But you know what I'm talking about this morning, right? My God is sufficient. I got all sufficiency, all needs provided by Him. People say, well, I don't feel that. It's there. I don't, it's His promise. Now people say, well, what about the people that, Christians that die? It's their time to go. It's the point where a man wants to die, then the judgment. 
It also says that everything under, under the season, there's a sun under the season. There's a time to live. There's a time. There's not a person in here unless the rapture happens, that's not going to die. I don't know the point in time. If you're dead, you don't know the point. But there are seasons where people, we're going we're to die. But we don't have to die alone. <laughs> we don't have to. Boy, it does me such a good thing when I, when I hear people dying and they start singing, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. Listen, as a lady, I went, I would, uh, I went preach before she died. I ministered to her. She was listening to that song I was singing to you a while ago. She had got a hold of the little, the little album I did, and she was listening to it. Lord, you're my Savior. Lord, you're my Savior. Gave you life. My God shed your blood for me. And I heard it. I was listening to her. She was listening to that. She died listening to that stuff. How, how do you think that makes me feel? That I've done something in God's will to, to help her die with peace. You know? Lord, you're my healer. Lord, you're my, my lawyer. Lord, you're my, my leader. Jesus is my lawyer. He goes to the Father. You know what a lawyer does? He goes and addresses your cause before the judge. Jesus goes to the Father for me and you. And he intercedes for us. He takes your request to God. You think God's going to reject Jesus? No. Nope. He's going to say, look at such and such, Lord. He's, they're your child. And they believe you. And they stand on your word. Hallelujah. God is good. What did I said, 2 Corinthians? Chapter, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, huh? 12, 9. Well, yeah, okay, let's just go to 12, 9. And I'm going to end with this one, okay? Now, listen, this is the word of God. It's not me, all right? You got to leave here with that word in your heart this morning, right? This is what he said. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. What is grace? Grace is something you don't deserve. Mercy is something you don't earn, right? Salvation can't be bought with money. Grace is, listen, I think about that. We, people brag around like they, like, like they, 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 they them and God's buddy, buddy, and God needed them for some reason. God don't need you. <laughs> I'm going to clarify that again. God does not need you. He don't need me. He don't need this church. He doesn't need. But he offers his grace to you. People that go around bragging, mean God, mean God's like, you need to get saved. Hallelujah. Seriously. Like God couldn't make it without you. I don't think none of y'all's like that. But they have people that are actually that arrogant and that stupid. Right? Like God needs Lenny Hayes. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think I need myself. <laughs> I got to depend on him, amen? Come on, somebody. Think God needs you, Ray? Oh, heck. <laughs> Anybody here can say the same thing. He loves us and he gave us something we don't deserve. God don't need us. But if you're looking for sufficiency, if you're looking for things that, that's provided to you that you need, and believe me, the, the greatest gift we can receive is Jesus and what he did at the cross. But also he's given us a, a sufficiency, a supply that whatever we want, whatever we ask the Father in his will, he'll give it. How do you know 
Healthy bodies is a good will. Come on. How many don't save children, save husbands, save wives? Is, 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 is the will of God? You know, keeping food before you on your table is the will of God? Giving you what you need to survive is the will of God? I feel the Holy Ghost, man. Everything you could cry out to in life, God has it. Well, God ain't give me that brand new boat yet and that brand new camper. And that brand new... Listen, I, I want to get me a camp, man. I ain't got it yet. I'm going to get it. Because I want a place for me and my wife to go rest. We could, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's not top notch right now. <laughs> hmm? I'd like it to be, but it's not that top. <laughs> oh, I've always wanted a brand new boat. I'm going to get one. I'm going to buy, I'm going to Bass Pro one day and buy me a brand new boat rig. And we're going to go meet my wife and we're going to sit in the shade somewhere. And she don't like to fish. And she's gonna, I'm going to buy her the, with the seats and everything in there, man. She better fall asleep in that thing. I might put a vibrator in that, in that seat, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> I want one. And if God sees it's right, it's a desire in my heart. If it doesn't, if I'm in his will, he'll give me a boat if I want one. <laughs> All right. My grace is sufficient. Let me finish before I get myself a drum. <laughs> My grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in what? Whose weakness? Not God's weakness. Woo, that'll preach. You mean when I'm down and out and feeling defeated, God is made strong? That doesn't make sense, right? If you're a natural person trying to figure that out up here, Forget it. It, ain't, it, doesn't, it doesn't register in, in, in the corner of mind. How can I be strong when I'm weak? Because when you're weak, you call on the Father. Right? When you're in trouble, you call on the Father. <laughs> when you're having problems, you call on the Father. What happens? God comes and he strengthens you. Trust me. Believe me. I'm going to make this happen for you. And it's not, and you see, I think it does with this. It's not to give you glory. It's to give him glory. Because you can't say, I did this on my own strength. Well, you remember you were weak. How could you do it? Right? Hmm. <laughs> I better stop. I'll preach all after. <laughs> He's made weak, strong through your weakness. Listen, I've learned some stuff. I haven't learned it all yet. I've got a lot to learn, but I've learned that God is my strength. And he'll make a way. When I get to the point where I say, God, I can't do it. Sometimes he lets you get to that bottom. You're trying to do it on your own. I got to make this happen. I got to make this happen. I got to do this. I got to make this happen. I got to do here. I got to go here and do this. And all I get, we always want to make things happen. And sometimes it ain't for you to make it happen. It's for God to make it happen. And when you mess up, you have to Yeah. <laughs> when we mess up, we have to repent first because <laughs> we didn't trust Him. But it's not about you making things happen. It's about God making it happen. The most powerful thing you can do, number, two things, trust the Lord and seek Him. That's it. There ain't no magic wand that we can wave and make things happen for you. You have to trust. I can't have faith for you. I can agree with you. You can agree with me. But and when it's going to come down to the rubber meets the road, it's going to be whether you believe God or not. And believe me, he answers multitudes of prayer all over this world. And I look at that. You know how many millions of people pray to the Father? But he hears every one of them. <laughs> And majority of it, that's at the same time. How can he do that? He's God. 
He sets the universe in motion. He, he stretched out the heavens. I mean, you ever saw that? The, I don't get off of now. I get off and preach. The universe, man, the power that, that's out there, praise the glory that, that, that reflects God. When you look at all the, the, the galaxies and the cosmos, and that reflects God and His glory. Every star in heaven says, there is a God. Every galaxy in heaven says, there is a God. And you know what? It speaks in every language. Come on. The, the, the American has said, God is talking to me in English. There's a God. The Mexican has said, God is talking to me in Mexican. There's a God. The Russian has said, God is talking to me in Russian. There's a God. Come on. And every language in the world testifies there's a God. There ain't no one cannot say there's no God. They're without excuse to look at what we see. Can you take care of your problem? <laughs> Our problem seems so, so big now. <laughs> If it's big enough for you, it's big enough for God. Amen. If it's important to you, it's important to God. Amen. Close your Bible. Just bow your head a minute. I want to ask you, just, 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 just look at your heart. And believe me, I'm not saying something that I haven't gone through. I'm still going through it. God, if I put all my trust in you, have I put all my faith in you? Why am I I'm upset? Why, why am I grieved? Grieving's going to happen. Praise God, seriously. Tests are going to happen. Trials are going to happen. But God is the answer. All right? I want to pray. Father, today, as we, I gave this word, Father God, I pray that it goes into our hearts. We bind the devil from coming to take that seed that was planted in our hearts. My Lord, <laughs> our confidence is in Jesus. Father, our confidence is in your Son. And what he told us, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We're your children, Lord. Father, we're your children. You love us. My God, you see our hearts. Help us to serve you. Minister to us. Strengthen us in the times of trouble. That the promise you gave would come to pass. And that you get the glory. In Jesus' name. Now listen. Jesus says it's impossible that tribulation will not come. That word tribulation means trouble. We're going to be tested, okay? I wish we could just have faith and just... God give us everything and everything would be. You know what would happen? If God would give you everything you'd ask for right away, you'd be a spoiled baby. You know, I, I got one more thing to say. I, I, I've watched, you know, as I've grown up in the Lord, especially got married and I work for people. If a man earns a million dollars, I mean work for it, he's going to cautiously spend it, right? He's going he's gonna to say, it, it, I had to sweat for this. I had, to, I had to earn this. And he'll keep his money most of the time. But if somebody's just given a million, how long will he stay rich? Especially somebody that has never worked in his life. Never struggled about anything. I know that happened to someone I know. He got all kind of money. Never worked a lick in his life. Spending time more in jail than, than he did out of jail. He turned around, he got hurt on a job, collected all kind of money, half a million dollars. You know where he lives in now? 
He's got a junkyard in front of his house. Seriously. I had a, he bought this place after he got him a nice place. Man, it was nice. And I, go, I can go show you. I'm going to do it. In, but he's got a, his, his place is like a junkyard. He's back to where he was, and it wasn't very long ago. Maybe uh, not long ago. A half a million. <laughs> Listen, I, when I make my first half a million in this dump truck business and I can keep it, I'm going to try to hold on to it. <laughs> Listen, seriously. Listen, I got some arm problems, back problems, everything else from trying to make that money. But if I never did anything and somebody come throw a half a million at my feet, all right, I ain't going to keep it. I'm going to get everything my lustful desire of heart wants, and I'm going to end up broke before the year's up. But if you earn it, that's the same thing with faith. What if God would just give it all to you and you would never earn it? You didn't have to do anything. <laughs> what if? What kind of Christian would you be? Your little baby, wah, wah, Christian. First time God would hold back, Give me my nipple. Give me my food, Lord. That's what you sound like. There would be no endurance, no patience. Faith wouldn't be even real because you're just getting everything you want. But if you earn it, <laughs> trials are good. Listen, we don't want nobody wants trials. I don't want them, but thank God for them. You're going to leave out of this building. Maybe a test is going to come. And now listen, please, if you could take anything, take this with you. Lord, I'm going to trust you. Man, it feels good to say that. Because if I trust him, it's all on him. Because all he wants me to do is believe, right? You, you understand what I'm saying? You don't have to go out there and say, well, I'm going to make this happen. If you can't, listen, there's some things you could do to help matters. But it, basically what I'm saying is that go out this door and say, God, I'm going to trust you. If you can't do anything about it, trust him. See how far you go. I believe you, God. Somebody say, I believe you, God. <laughs> My God. I believe you, God. Amen. Stand up if you can, praise God. I'm going to pray. Like I said, some people listen by the internet, and maybe they don't understand this. Oh, you don't know what I've been to, Brother Lenny. Oh, I've been beaten up and thrown down and knocked down. Might have to be thrown down again, knocked down again. I don't know. But I know what? From the testimony I got, when I was knocked down, God brought me back up. A righteous man falleth seven times, but he rises it up. You know what God's telling you? You're going to fall sometime. You're going to go through. You're going to get tripped. But man, it sure feels good when God's there. <laughs> Come on, little Lenny. Wait, let's get up. Let's get this thing. Let's try again. Right? But God, it hurts. Come on, somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost here. It's painful, God, to have to keep falling and getting back up. Every time I fall, I injure something. But let's get up. And we'll try again. Right? I'd rather, stick, I'd rather be on my feet than on my back. Right? I was on Isaac's little program the other day. We talked about spiritual warfare. You know that, that suit of armor that the Bible talks about in Ephesians? Helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness, sword, faith, sword of the spirit. Your feet shone with the girdle of truth. Right. You notice something about it? It never talks about anything that protects the back. Because God never meant you to run. 
The only thing you need to run to is him. But God met us to fight. Don't let the devil steal you what you got. Praise God. Come on, Holy Ghost. Don't let the devil rob you of what you got. Because he'll do it. Fight. Claim what's yours. Stand on the word of God. That, listen, sometimes you don't have to say much to stand. Just swing that sword, man. Just go forward. Because if you run, the devil's going to shoot you right in the back. My Lord, I'll preach. Hallelujah. That devil will shoot you. He'll kill you. Satan wants you dead and out of the way. He wants you in hell today. That's why the devil wants you. He don't love you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy your home. He wants to destroy your children. Anything he can do, he's going to try to do it. But you have to fight. Tell him today. I might not understand it all, but I'm going to fight. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I might not understand it all, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take that suit of armor that you gave me, God, and I'm going to fight. Another song I wrote years ago, Lord, you gave me a sword to fight that I can use with all my might. That, word is, that sword is the word of God, amen? That battle can be won. Father, I thank you for this morning. As we get ready to dismiss, Father God, I, I praise you for the word today. Thank you for what you're going to do in the life of the people. Father, there's people that's not here that's sick. God, I pray for them. Those that have drifted away, I pray for them that they would, they would come back and serve you with their lives. Heal their bodies, Lord God. Touch them in Jesus' name. Hallelujah.